the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. So when you need blinds, crush home improvement store prices. Welcome in. Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, invested, much, 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 much more. Um, we can talk about anything you want to talk about today. We're talking investing, for sure. We can talk about the preamble to the Constitution, if you'd like. Who's responsible for writing it and why? We can talk a little bit about rain season and how much I like free utilities. I know you're saying, really? Kind of, yeah. Um, California has got two seasons. they got the wet season. they got the dry season. I know a lot of people don't look at it that way, but I kind of do. Coming from the East Coast, the preamble of the Constitution, it's a basic introductory statement of what the Constitution's all about. I know it's been a while since you read it, but it starts with, we the people of the United States. And we're 15 days from an election. Are you with me or are you against me here? We are 15 days before the American election for President of the United States. November 6er, President Barack Obama versus Mitt Romney. Facing off in their final televised, and I say televised with the word Z, not S, televised debate tonight. Will you be there? Will you not? There's some polls that say Obama's leading. There's some polls that say Romney's leading. It's basically throw the two crazy sides out, and they're, they're, it's in a dead heat. And Wall Street has to deal with this. We, the people of the United States, in order to form a more perfect union. Okay, so that's the preamble, right? Establish justice, ensure domestic tranquility, provide for the common defense, promote the general welfare, and secure the blessings of liberty to ourselves and our posterity. We do ordain and establish this Constitution of the United States of America. It's a pretty sweet thought. Ensure domestic tranquility. I don't think we have that going on. Provide common defense in some cities more so than others. Promote general welfare. Yeah, we got that going. Secure the blessings of liberty. That's where a lot of people are a little bit freaked out these days. Okay, so let's go back and start. Welcome in, Rob Black and your money. Giants force game seven in Major League Baseball's National League Championship Series with 6-1 to route of the Cardinals. Local song pitched to Jim. Right after Barry Zito pitched to Jim. Can they pull it off tonight? Angel hair, Pagan pasta night in my house. Are you with me, against me? Third quarter earnings reporting is underway. Alcoa started the report way, 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 way back, 13 days ago on October 9th. But things start getting rolling this week. This is the big week. This is the big ones. I know you're saying big ones. Isn't that a 
something I don't want to hear about? It is. But to me, Biggins is the third quarter earnings season. So far, results are nothing to write home about. Sorry, Mom, but I'm not writing a letter. Remember when we used to write letters? I miss those days. Those were the days, my friend. We thought they'd never end. So we have kind of like this bullet point investing going on. You know, financial stocks are rock and roll. Rock and roll! If not a total train wreck, if not a wreck, technology is a fender bender. It's disastrous. Google, Microsoft, IBM, Intel. Financials, sweet. Tech, not so sweet. Industrials are showing a lack of industrial strength. FedEx, Caterpillar, Cummins, eh. Same demand doesn't look so good. Currencies hitting the big international, multinational, if you will, stocks. Companies like IBM, McDonald's, Coca-Cola, Pepsi, and GE all would have great quarters, except for the dollar got stronger. No! Guidance is very tepid. I used to tell women, look, I'm going to make millions of dollars in the future. I'm all that in a bucket of chicken. And now it's more like my guidance is, uh, things are okay. I got a job. I got a job. I'm doing okay. So my guidance is tepid. Same thing with Wall Streets. And there's a fundamental divide going on. Very similar to the continental divide. If you take out the lackluster earnings, you take out the weak guidance, the stock market's doing kind of well. It's doing, it's doing damn well. Yes, we had a bad day on Friday, so I had a bad day. But you're seeing companies like FedEx report bad numbers and the stock goes up. Like, what up with that? So that's what we're watching. That's what we're seeing. That's where we're, we're monitoring. AT&T Park's going to be electric tonight. A lot of people have been through a lot, and they're not ready to go home yet. Matt Kane, Kyle Loesch. Rematch of the starting pitchers from the rain-delayed Game 3. In which a lot of people would say, Kane outpitched them. The Giants out-hit, but the timely hits were not there. How fun is this going to be? Are you with me against me? A couple other things you need to take a look at. Caterpillar posted earnings this morning. Again, very tepid looking forward. Today we get earnings from Peabody Energy, Freeport, McMoran, Copper and Gold, SunTrust Banks. Tonight we get Yahoo! We get Google and Microsoft last week reporting weakness. So tonight we get Yahoo, and we're going to compare them. And that's the beauty of Wall Street. If Yahoo comes in better than expected margins, better than expected revenue, better than expected earnings, we may say, shame, shame, shame on you, Google. Keep in mind, we get a big Apple product this week. This week. Ooh, 
Please give me the iPad mini. How's that for lack of mystery? It's like, ladies, there is no six-pack. I've got a two-pack. You want me to take my shirt off now? Not so much, right? There's no mystery knowing that's what you're going to see when it when the shirt comes off. There's no mystery. Fifteen days before the election, there is a little bit of mystery there. Who would have thought that Obama had a weakness in being reelected? It certainly doesn't show itself typically in the day by day. But this is a pretty close election, and I think it's good for the people of the United States that formed a more perfect union to establish justice and ensure domestic tranquility and provide for the common defense. Promoting the general welfare while we're at it. Ah, might as well get some blessings from Liberty. Hey, Lady Liberty, give me some blessings. Oh, and I can use a little bit of posterity for my posture. Fifteen days. So that's that's what we're focusing on. We're not focusing on the market. The market's doing okay. Earnings are good. Revenues are bad. I don't know how to explain that, other than to say, like, I'm in good shape, but I'm going to drink a lot today, watching the Giants. Yeah, you kind of with me there? I'm in, I'm in good shape, but not today. AM 1220 KDOW traffic. Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. By the year 2015, there will be 4.4 million IT jobs that will be created to support big data. Right now, there's not enough talent in the industry. When I hear that, I'm like, hey, kids, go get this as your education. Tonight's debate, the last debate, said to be the intellectual debate amongst participants of the presidential election. We'll see. So far, we've had one very contentious one, which was parodied beautifully by Saturday Night Live. And we had one that was won by the upstart. By the year 2015, 25% of organizations will have a chief digital officer. Mamas, don't let your kids grow up to be cowboys. There's no money in being a cowboy. But let them become a chief digital officer for sure. So on his lunchbox, make sure to pack it with CDO-type material. The IT market will be $4 trillion, $4 trillion a year in revenue four years from now. 90% of enterprises will bypass broad-scale deployment of Windows 8 at least until 2014. Paid reviews and ratings will be 15% of social media by 2015. Paid reviews and ratings... You know what Apple, uh, I'm sorry, you know what Facebook needs to do? They need to pay me to give my data to advertisers, and I'm in. Pay me to be an, a user of your service, and I'm in. You may laugh at that concept. <laughs> it's not that crazy of a concept. Okay, 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 okay. Dow's up six, NASDAQ up eight, SP 500 up one. Joining me now, CFP. Chad Burton, talking top retirement planning mistakes. This is a common theme 
It's something that you see on websites. It's, it's a news item, top retirement mistakes. What do, you, what do you got for us today, Mr. Burton? I think a big one is people that spend all their cash first. Cash right? first. No, okay. The concept is you've got stocks, bonds, and cash, right? Yeah, well, let's break it down a little further. You typically have your retirement accounts, your taxable accounts, and then your cash, okay. right? You hear me say all the time, you need three years' worth of your portfolio draws in cash. A lot of people retire still with cash. They don't really know the rules and how you're supposed to rebalance, so they make the mistake. They go through all their cash first, and then they're afraid to tap their retirement accounts because that's 100% taxable, Right. So they say, I need to let that grow tax-deferred. Then they spend all of their taxable accounts because they sell their stocks and their funds um, and qualify for capital gains, which are lower than ordinary income. And then they get to age 70, 75, and their IRAs have you know, doubled in value. And now they're forced to draw money out because the minimum required distribution rule is at 70 and a half. And they lose all control of their tax bracket because they've eaten all through their cash and their other items that can qualify for lower brackets. So the IRS forces you to pull money after age 70 and a half from your IRAs. Then they get, let's say you go through, you retire at 65, your house is in good shape. 15 years later, you need a new roof on your house. So you have, you know, you, you've got $25,000 to pay the roofer to redo your house. $25,000 for a roof? Yeah, yeah, big house in the Bay Area, easily. And so that means you've got to pay, you know, take out 50 grand to pay taxes, state and federal, in order to have enough net to give that person. So part of a detailed income plan saying where does every dollar going to come from each month when I retire is to going through in the beginning and say, I'm not, I'm going to make sure I don't eat through my cash. I'm going to make sure I have control over my tax bracket for the long term. And so a lot of times when we're doing tax efficient income planning, we look to the IRA first and make sure that we're taking enough out to maximize the 15% bracket, or if you're a high-income earner, the current marginal bracket, so that we can maintain and level out the taxes over the long term rather than have real low taxes at the beginning and real high taxes at the end. Interesting. Like, I just don't think, I don't think like you do, and I don't think average people think like you do. That's what makes a financial planner a financial planner, right? Yeah, yeah. You've got to remember, I started you know, over 19 years ago in the business with my grandfather, who all of his clients were in their 70s, so I dealt with these retirement issues from day one. Is it, wrong, is it wrong that I just want a big pot of gold in retirement that I draw upon? Like, I want gobs of money and, like, not think about the details? That is a, that's one way to go. I mean, okay. the way to go is to make sure you create enough wealth so that... You know, living off of your stock portfolio, kicking off two and a half percent dividends is more than enough. Then okay. hey, fine. You know, that's then then your income plan becomes a crossover into your estate plan. That means it's things like rather than drawing and living off of my IRA, maybe I should convert a certain amount each year to a Roth IRA and figure out a way to leave that in trust for my kids in the correct kind of a trust so they can continue tax free growth over their lifetimes or follow that into other types of trust to maximize my estate. It becomes a different type of scenario. It's still the same type of tax-efficient income planning, but you add the estate on top of that. Have you ever had to but, tell someone you need to move to Guatemala? Oh, yeah, yeah, all the time. I mean, there was, there was a whole bunch of people, Rob, that retired, and not only in you know, 1999, but also in like 2006 type of era where they were vested way too aggressively and, you know, they retired without consulting anybody. And then the big correction comes and you go say, hey, you know, you're, you're working on plan B now. First plan, try to go back to work. Second okay. plan, where are you going to sell your house and move to? Um, those types of things. Stockton? 
Uh, yeah, I'm talking out of state. Stockton, you might get some cheap real estate and some you know easy access to chicken, but you still have state income taxes. Top job in Stockton is cutting the head off chickens. Good times. That's good times. Have you ever killed, my, have you ever killed an animal for food? Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I haven't. Actually, I met a, a guy who was pretty intriguing the other day, and he was teaching me about, like, he hunts. Like, he's killed 30 boars for this Alameda County, and you're like, Alameda County's got boars? And, like, so he goes up in the mountains, he kills boars, and he's like, he wants to take one of them. The state won't give it to him because he might get sick from it. I'm like, he just killed a boar. You're a man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that sounds like a fun time to do in your retirement, right? Kill boars? Oh, if, I, if I were to shoot a and he was like, I shot one, and it ran up the hill, and I had to go find him and put it down. Like, I would cry. Like, I'm just not th- that much of a man. But maybe, is, I will, maybe I will be in retirement. Yeah, I, I went deer hunting when I was younger a lot, and the first time you do it, it's, it's, it's kind of a surreal thing for sure. You're a deer killer? Yeah, Bambi. Specifically Bambi. That's all. CFP Chad Burt, and you can find him online at newfocusfinancial.com. He's a Bambi killer at newfocusfinancial.com. Lance Armstrong loses seven Tour de France titles, and he also lost his final sponsor. Basically, his image is destroyed. Thus, his ability to sponsor and to endorse is destroyed. Keep your image safe. I once met someone under the age of 30, who basically said, I will have a Facebook page when it's relevant for me to have a Facebook page. And I didn't quite get it at that moment, but I totally get it now. Protect your image. Give me a call today. I want more than one call. 800-516-1220. It's 800-516-1220. It's Rob Black and your Doleros on the Wall Street Business Network. Savvy investors know where to call Rob Black now. 800 516-1220. That's 800-516-1220. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. I'm doing the best I can. That's all I have to say. I'm doing the best I can. What's driving you? I don't know. I really don't. I can talk angles on investing, on 401ks, on business. You know, Lance Armstrong, he's kooky. His whole Livestrong bracelet always looked douchey to me. It kind of looked like, yes, I'm wearing a yellow plastic thing on my arm because I'm trying to... To look like I'm in a fraternity of other people who care about cancer. Cancer sucks. That's my phrase of the day. Screw cancer. When scandal strikes, 
Celebrities and athletes often find their bank accounts take a big beating as well as their reputations. Big loser right now, Lance Armstrong. He was dumped last week by Nike. Today, his last sponsor, Oakley, gave up on him. The seven-time Tour de France, where they make France, is perceived to have taken performance-enhancing drugs. So he gets stripped of those titles. And the only thing, I, again, the only lesson I could extrapolate out of this is protect your brand. Very early on, he should have said, you know what? Performance-enhancing drugs are part of the sport, and I may or may not have participated unknowingly. At least create some aura of deniability of you were there, but you didn't inhale. Madonna, back in 1989, had a fallout with Pepsi. I like my artist to play the guitar and actually sing. I find Madonna repulsive. Taylor Swift, I'm in love with you. I heart you, Taylor Swift. I heart you. You kind of got that inbred Arkansas thing going on, but I heart you still. Coca-Cola signed George Michael in 1989, the former Boy Next Door lead singer from Wham. He was the Boy Next Door who, whoops, we didn't know he was gay. And that created a little bit of controversy. Pepsi was fresh off their huge marketing success with Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson. And the huge campaign with Whitney Houston. Look, like, signing with Pepsi ruins your career. Michael Jackson's head caught on fire, Whitney Houston. Well, a lot of stuff went up her nose. The soda company signed Madonna for $5 million. One of the commercial can in the campaign, one of the commercials in the campaign, one of the commercials in the campaign showed a burning crucifix, which pissed off some people in the religious world. Even Pope John Paul II, who's probably the best pope of all time, if you're rating popes, he's better than Maximus the Tenth. So Pope John Paul II issued a statement asking people not to attend Madonna concerts. I mean, would you have the Pope ban you or boycott you? That's not a good thing. The Madonna controversy seemed quaint in retrospect to what's going on in this day and age. Again, you're talking about five bucks. Now Pepsi has Nicki Minaj, who for the life of me, I can't figure out. A, where she came from. B, why she's relevant. C, is she a celebrity? But she's a current Pepsi spokesperson. And to me, is she a dude? What is like? What is what is Nicki Minaj's like talent? What is her trick? So in hindsight, Madonna and Pepsi looks quaint. How about O.J. Simpson hurts? One and a half million dollars a year until you cut your wife's head off. Ex-wife. Excuse me. Let me correct myself. Ex-wife. Hertz had a marketing deal with O.J. Simpson from 1975 until 1992. And that's when the domestic abuse allegations started. Two years later, 
Nicole Brown Simpson was murdered along with her friend Ron Goldman. So Nike, or I'm sorry, Hertz got out a little bit on the early side. Dear God, don't put Nike and O.J. Simpson together. Make it Hertz and run it through the airport. Dropping O.J. was a no-brainer. There was so much bad press no matter how you felt the trial went. I miss my O.J. Hertz commercials. He did a lot of them in the Bay Area. Tiger Woods and Accenture. Another deal gone wrong. Nike stuck with Tiger Woods after news broke of his extramarital affair. So, again, Nike tells us cheating's okay. Cheating on your spouse is okay, but cheating with performance-enhancing drugs, not okay. Accenture lost no time in axing him. Global consultant firm was the first major sponsor to cut ties to Tiger Woods. Six-year-long relationship. $10 million a year contract. Didn't even account for tournament wins. I mean, he lost a lot of money with Accenture. They had a, a marketing phrase, which turns out not to be appropriate, though. We know what it takes to be a tiger. That's a pretty unfortunate and open to a lot of double meanings. Gilbert Gottfried probably lost the best gig of all time. Aflac. Where all he had to do was do a duck voice going, Aflac! And what's a duck voice in the first place but a made-up thought, right? He made jokes and he tweeted about the Japanese earthquake where Aflac is huge. Eleven years into his contract. $100,000 a year. $100,000 a year for being the voice of a duck. Now, Looking, looking at this, like, there's some pretty sweet gigs in the world. And you can be really, really sincere with your apologies. But that's when you don't mess up. You act swiftly to fix that one. You know, Gilbert Gottfried, it, 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 it is an act, right? Charlie Sheen had a big deal with Haynes. I know you're saying Haynes, Charlie Sheen. Match made in heaven. When I do a lot of mind-altering drugs, I like to poop my underwear. That's what you get with Charlie Sheen ads, right? He actually was in some Michael Jordan commercials. Two weeks after, two weeks after, after domestic violence with his then-wife, Brooke Mueller, they dumped him. Sometimes companies get it right. They fire on the first smell of wrong. Underwear company called it a straightforward call. They were criticized for it when it happened. Haynes paid up to a million dollars to for Sheen. And then all the erratic behavior afterwards. You would have thought that that would have destroyed Sheen's earnings potential, but no, 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 no. In comes cable television. Thank God for cable television. Thank the Heavenly Father for cable television. 
He's got a sweet, sweet multi-hundred million dollar deal. And with that said, doing pretty okay. In his anger management show, he plays a former baseball player. Oddly tied to Haynes. Long story short, celebrities have long messed up the do-re-mi, the money in relationships. Speaking of messing things up, Apple and the iPad Mini this week, tomorrow, Google and Nexus Next tablet? Could it be a game changer at 99 buckaroos? Who's the big loser? It ha- the big loser has to be Amazon here. When Apple lifts the wraps off its expected iPad mini, or whatever the company decides to call it, its first entry into the 7-inch tablet space, Apple will be throwing a, down a direct challenge to several competitors. This will be a big story. The company revamped its huge lineup a couple weeks ago with the iPod, the iPad this year, the iPhone. Amazon's revamped their lineup as well. The Kindle Fire HD, 7-inch and 8.9-inch versions. I guess size matters because, like, I I don't even know if I know the difference between 7 inches and 8.9. Like... I must have to pull out a ruler to like go, oh, yeah, 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 okay, yeah, I get it. So Apple, for their part, is always charged a premium. Amazon has come out and said we lose money when we sell these devices, but we'll make it up on the back end, i.e. a loss leader. Google looks like they're going to come out with a loss leader as well. We'll see. We'll see. This all is going to end at some point in time, one of my favorite lines is, this all ends badly. No, this doesn't end badly. You and I are winner, winner chicken dinners here. Hey, pick up the phone, give me a call, 800-516-1220. We could talk about Caterpillar profit climbing 49%. Sweet! Cutting their view. Huh. Rob Black and your money on the Wall Street Business Network. AM 12. Savvy investors know where to find the best possible investment advice. And of course, trade little changed as investors watch. Particularly around Spain because the policies they've been doing. to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW and iHeart Radio Station. Michael A.J. Perel, he built Annalee Capital Mortgage into the world's largest mortgage real estate investment trust. He's died after being diagnosed with cancer earlier this year. He was 61 years old. His death was confirmed in a statement released by the company yesterday. He graduated high school at age 16 with plans of becoming a commercial artist. Instead, he went to E.F. Hutton. He went to Wall Street. 
He worked at Morgan Stanley, worked at Merrill Lynch. He started an Annaly Capital Mortgage in 1997. He increased assets to about $128 billion at the end of June. Turned the firm into one of the largest buyers of home loan debt backed by the United States government. He figured out, I can buy a company that buys home loan debt, i.e. IOUs from the federal government. He branched out with several companies. He'll be remembered for Annaly Capital Mortgage. He will be missed for his stature in business, as well as his business acumen, as well as his leadership. He was receiving chemotherapy for cancer that was caught early. It was considered treatable. At one point this year, it was said to be in remission. He ultimately left the company. He let someone else be appointed CEO. The company has returned 600% shareholders since its IPO, outpacing at the same point in time the 94% gain in the S&P 500. He would be considered a CEO and executive that you would follow. He's made me money before I'm interested in anything he's interested in. If I were to tell you I'm going to start a new media venture, you'd be like, hey, he's good at what he does. I'm going to follow him. Same thing with money. He's born from Brooklyn. A lot of people don't like New Yorkers. I love New Yorkers. I've been in the Bay Area 12 years, and I work in media. I work in radio and television, and for at least 10 straight years, no one invited me to their house for Christmas. No one invited me to their house for Thanksgiving. No one invited me to their house to hang out with their friends on the holidays. California could be very cliquish. Anytime I fly to New York, they're like, hey, you want to meet my sister? Hey, you want to come to my house for uh, Christmas? Like, I go to New York a lot of Christmases because I do Bloomberg and CNBC when I, go, I do the holidays. This guy never completed college. He committed $10 million to the school that he went to, but he never finished Wake Forest. He studied finance and economics, basically from his parents. That's worthy of note, how much our parents impress upon us. He leaves a wife and his children, who are both grown, both daughters. He leaves a couple grandchildren. Talking about the death of Michael Farrell, CEO of Annaly Capital Management. Died at age 61. He was great at conference calls. If you've never listened to a conference call, you should. Every 90 days, Wall Street forces companies, publicly traded companies, to have a phone call with people, the public. Publicly traded companies report to the public. His shareholder letters were huge. He would quote Dr. Faustus, which if you've never read, you really should. Christopher Marlowe's masterpiece, Sell Your Soul to the Devil, started with Chris Marlowe. How much are you willing to pay to get the ultimate power? Annalee benefited as the Fed cut interest rates for sure. He bought government-backed securities. 
Our government pays debt on time, every time. We're known for, yeah, we borrow from you, we pay you back. Now, we may print the money to pay you back, but we're known for it. So from time to time, you have to understand that success or failure starts at the top. I'm way too stupid to say this out loud. I'm not a San Francisco 49er. I don't bleed red and copper or whatever the colors are. What are the colors? Red and gold? Copper? 49er? Is this microphone on? I don't bleed the colors red and gold. But I know as a child, 49ers sucked. And as I got older, in comes Eddie DeBartolo. And you know what? I'm going to pay the right people to do the right jobs. The Washington Redskins had a guy named Jack Kent Cook, who all he cared about was winning. And he paid the people to do their jobs. He had the right uh, general manager, Charlie somebody. He had the right coach, Joe Gibbs. He paid them to do their job well. And again, with Michael Farrell dying at Annaly Capital Mortgage, you have to like start understanding that success or failure starts at the top. Steve Jobs is Apple. Now, Tim Cook is damn good. He was known as the supply chain guy from the very beginning. He was an international supply chain guy. In this day and age, you want that as a CEO. But again, you want Jonathan Ives, Ivy, Ives, you want the design guy to be there too. Steve Jobs was great at saying, you know what, I got this brilliant idea. He wouldn't dare tell you that Tim Cook delivered it. He wouldn't dare tell you that Jonathan Ives, Ives, Ivers, Iverson, I know you're saying, isn't that the guy who killed dogs? No, 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 that's a different guy. He wouldn't dare tell you that someone else designed it. You would think that Steve Jobs made the iPhone himself and went to Asia and manufactured and delivered it. On Wall Street, success or failure starts at the top. In professional sports, success or failure starts at You think the Cleveland Indians have a good owner? No way. It's another Black Wednesday. Join us for Off the Cup. Savvy investors know where to find the best possible investment advice. Business Network. Welcome in. Rob Black, your money. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing, and much, 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 much more. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about. We can talk about fallen sports heroes, led by Lance Armstrong. We talk about investing in the stock market. Who's your investor that you look up to the most right now? Who's your CEO? I ended last segment kind of ranting and raving about a dead CEO. I know you're saying, last segment, I'm in Seattle. This is your first segment. Well, Seattle folksies, I do a show both in Seattle and San Francisco. And Francisco carries two hours. Where do I go with this? We could talk The Walking Dead with AMC. 
and Dish Networks. A win for the stock known as AMC. They finally settle their dispute while they're in front of a judge. Nothing more embarrassing than having to get in front of a judge to tell you, go get along, people. But AMC's publicly traded. And when I see that, it, it concerns me a little bit. Because I know the product at AMC. I love the product at AMC. Walking Dead. I liked the killing. I might have been the only person who liked it, but that slow pace sucked me in every time. Stocks at a 52-week high. Mad Men coming back for two more years, it looks like. I'm excited. Stock has recently run from 42 to 47. I'm excited. Zombies. Rick. The whole Walking Dead zombie apocalypse thing going on. Carl, his son. The comic book-based Robert Kirkman stories. AMC's going to be launching more programs in the future, which, for the record, and again, I, I, maybe I'm a suck-up here, but isn't the best television on cable these days? Hasn't it been since The Sopranos? And aren't you kind of excited by that? Justified's coming back to FX, which I think Justified is one of those underappreciated shows, but time will tell. I'm a sucker for redneck mafias. You had me at redneck mafia. AMC Network is literally over the rainbow. It used to be known as Rainbow Holdings. 95 million houses, get it? Breaking Bad coming back for the final season. Like, we love these shows in kind of a weird way. Even though it's available in 95 million households, like 3 million people watch. Like, it's really underappreciated. But when you buy AMC Networks as a public computer company, you also get the Independent Film Channel. You also get Sundance Channel. You also get Women's Entertainment, also known as WeTV. Which I tend to watch just so I can be in touch with women's issues. Okay, there's no chance that I actually watch that, but I'm blind telling you that I did just to make me look like I'm more acceptable as a broadcaster. FedEx sees online shoppers powering a holiday record. Where is this recession that people see? Where is this horrible, horrible, horrible economy? Ask Mitt Romney, he'll show it to you. Ask President Barack Obama, and he'll show you an economy that's improving. I, I I don't go political. Vote yes on Proposition C. But I don't go political. And you're saying Proposition C? There's no Proposition C. And I don't even know what Proposition C was in California. It probably was something, and I just totally put my foot in my mouth. Hey, it tastes like foot fungus. So FedEx is online shoppers powering holiday record. They expect to ship 280 million packages between Thanksgiving and Christmas. That's up 13% from a year ago. FedEx moves bulk. FedEx moves things. They move the economy. You want something, they deliver it. Someone has to manufacture it, and someone has to consume it. You. They do online catalogs. They do paper. They do clothes. Like You name it, they do it. And there's a background of a lackluster growth in the global economy. So we know this to be true. 
the economy stinks. The world economy stinks, but the U.S. economy is okay. Which economy do you invest in? A, B, or C? Or that tricky F, all the above. They say December 10th is going to be the busiest day of the year with 19 million shipments. That's, that's a hella lot. I know you're saying, did you just use the word hella? I'm hella cool. I'm hella hip. Hella, Rob Black and your money. Hella retirement. Yeah, I just used hella. 19 million shipments. Do you think FedEx is going to go out of business in your lifetime? Uh-uh. The National Retail Federation, which, again, the only federation that I respect is the Starfleet Federation. The National Retail Federation expects holiday sales to increase 4.1%. That would be the smallest increase since 2009. What were you doing back in 2009? I was just a wee little tat. No, because just a couple years ago. 2009 sales were up just three-tenths of a percent. That was the worst Christmas ever. Here's a YouTube clip that you have to Google or YouTube or whatever. Grandpa ruins Christmas. It is hella funny. Seeing drunk grandfather. Eh, maybe not drunk. Okay, I'm going to say a drunk grandfather coming in and busting up Christmas. And he's all bitter that the kids open up presents without him. He's bitter. Who's bitter on Christmas? FedEx and UPS can double the benefit which consumers choose to shop online. They ship the gift to the receiver. They also ship the unwanted presents that are later returned. Which, for the record, don't mind me gifts. I know you're saying, I wanted to buy you a gift. The best gift you can give me is your time and a glass of wine. Are you with me? I'm not a big fan of, of merchandise. Just spend some time with me. Do it in a nice, clean, convenient kind of way. Oh, what else do we have to talk about today? You can drop me an email, rob at robblack.com. It's rob at robblack.com. Someone sent me an email just right now. Named Krishna. And he goes... I've got a small software company. We've got different Sephira accounts set up. Would you be interested in managing this money? No. I think that typically what you want to do in scenarios like that is get into a relationship with Fidelity, Ameritrade, Schwab, Vanguard, and set it up so it's diversified for your clients, for your employees. In my opinion, and again, my opinion doesn't always rule, except for in this case it does. I think diversification probably better than uh, trying to be smart. I think you accumulate wealth in a very stupid index kind of way. I think you manage wealth in a very smart bullet shot. Bullet shot meaning like scope of the, t- of the rifle. You know exactly what you're doing. So you accumulate wealth in assets, then you manage incredibly intelligently. Two different setups. You're Rob Black and your money on the Wall Street Business Network.
You're listening to Rob Black and Your Money on AM 1220 KDOW and iHeart Radio Station. Welcome in. Roberto Negro, A Doleros. Next Monday and Tuesday, I will be off. As I don't take a lot of vacation time. But it's time for Cervezos. It's time for Huevos Rancheros. Por favor. San Francisco proper as a city has a GDP of $85 billion, an employment base of 770000 I look at the economy of cities. I look at the health of cities. I look at the stock market investing. I look at municipalities. I look at corporations. And all I ever see is product. You know, a Buster Posey Grand Slam, I see as product. Intel's semiconductors, I see as product. Apple's iPads. Yes, you're cool, you're hip, you're beautiful, and you're wearing Lululemon yoga pants. Mm-hmm. Lululemon. Like, I see everything as product. Tonight, Yahoo reports, we'll see it as product. Are you with me? Are you against me? Because you have to choose a side. This is a war. SP 500 is down one. NASDAQ up three, Dow Jones Industrial Average down ten. Let's welcome into studio certified financial planner, Chad Burton. Mr. Burton is a certified financial planner with NewFocusFinancial.com. Let's talk some of the basics of a 401k. I love the 401k, the 403b, the 457. Great investment vehicle for getting to retirement, but what do you put into it can be problematic for a lot of people, Chad. Yeah, I mean, that's where most of Americans save these days, so that's where the biggest part of their nest egg is and and the least amount of help they have access to because a lot of times if you want to use a fee-based investment advisor, they can't go in daily and manage your 401K. Yeah, it's money that's tied up. It's not liquid. Yeah. So it's your nest egg that you're not going to have managed until you hit retirement. Um, your 401k, there's you know some basics in it, you know large cap funds, mid cap funds, small cap funds. People have typically about 20 choices, and they look at performance and they don't know what they're looking at. Can you help make some of this Chinese gibberish into you know common sense investing ideas? Yeah, first of all, when you start picking your mutual funds. Um you know, if you're younger and you're in your 20s and 30s and you're looking for the retirement date funds, those are good for the younger people. You know, okay. if you want to, if you're thinking you're going to retire in 2040 or 2050, then pick that fund, especially if you're only doing a couple thousand a year. It'll automatically start off aggressive and then peel down over time. It'll automatically rebalance for you. But if you don't have those funds or you're older and you have a larger dollar amount that you want to be more into picking the right funds, the first thing you do is cover up the one and three year returns. They don't mean anything. Right. In fact, usually the funds that you end up wanting to pick are the ones that have the best tenure track record, but they've done the worst over the last three years. And the reason I say that is we've talked about the Callan periodic table of investments yep. all the time where you can Google that, C-A-L-L-A-N. And um, what it shows is that asset classes tend to be the best performers for three years in a row and be one of the worst performers for the next couple of years, and then it rotates. And so you want the funds that have consistent tenure track records, um, and the buying opportunity is when the one-year track record just looks ugly, typically. Like, for instance, right now in 2012, a lot of people like small-cap stocks because the U.S. is coming out of an, a recession, mm-hmm. and it's slowly growing, and small-caps are picking up some momentum. 
in a recession, they got hit the hardest. Um, right now, people are looking at Europe and saying this might be a problem for a couple of years. They might have recessions for a couple of years, so let's cut down our international exposure. It, it's something, in hindsight, it's really easy to look at. But it's tough to predict where you where you should put your money in the future, Chad. Yeah, and also when you look at the the, the track record, you got to make sure the manager's been there for the whole time. Right. You know, because a lot of times you get a ten year track record, and it comes from two really big stellar years where they might have done really well on Apple, um, but the rest of the time they've been mediocre. So you want good ten year track record. If you're comparing two funds, you want the one with the lower standard deviation, um, less volatility, more consistent returns. And then it really becomes a point of, you know, setting your asset allocation plan and turning on maybe the automatic rebalancer that you have on your 401k. And what that does is the automatic rebalancer will always, every quarter or six months or a year, go in and it'll sell. If you start off with an asset allocation model, maybe that's, you know, 10% uh, mid-cap, five small, 20 large, whatever it may be. If that strays and all of a sudden your, your mid-cap becomes more than what you wanted, it'll right. automatically sell it and rebalance your overall portfolio, which is really key to long-term investing to, main, to, to maintain your risk. So New so. Focus Financial, the 401k, mm-hmm. it does an auto-rebalance? Uh, you can turn on the yeah. auto rebalancing plan for sure. Recommend that, which is a good idea. Younger people, you know, maybe once a year. When you get closer to retirement, that's maybe four times a year. Okay. Because the best time to sell and rebalance is when the market's doing well and everybody thinks it's going to continue to do well, right? When everybody thinks it's going to do something, that's when the market will do something opposite. So it's it's really just peeling the house money off the table right. and redeploying it. And you and I have an interesting scenario because we're we're both in the same generation X kind of world. We probably, our generation, the average person will work five, six, seven, eight jobs, whereas our parents, they stayed at one job their whole career. Yeah. So what do you do when you leave a company and have like five or six 401Ks, you work for a nonprofit, so you have 403B, 457. What do you do when you have so many of these products uh, piled up? Well, it's, it's pretty easy because that's when you pick one of your favorite brokerage firms to deal with because uh, let's say you go to TD Ameritrade where you can buy thousands of different mutual funds, no-load funds, and 100 different ETFs without a trading cost, consolidate that all into one IRA so you can actually manage it and track it. So you open up the IRA account, you get the account number, and then you call the different old 401k companies that you have and process the rollovers. They send a check to you, and then you deposit it into your account. And also, you know, a lot of people struggle with they're older, they're 55 and older. Most of their funds are in a 401k. They need help managing it, but it's stuck in the 401k, so they can't do anything with it. Okay. But you can call and ask your company, I'm 55, am I allowed to do an in-service IRA rollover and continue to work? And a lot of times that will allow you to roll your funds over into a self-directed IRA. That way you can hire somebody to, on a fee basis to help you manage it and get it into the right spots. Wrapping up the segment, what do you think about Morningstar.com and how they can analyze your 401ks with some of their products? Um, I think Morningstar.com and Financial Engines are the you know main resources that people have available to them in their 401ks. Um, again, I wouldn't just be concentrating on picking the five-star funds because even though they've improved the, fi- the ratings for the stars, it still means you're kind of picking funds that have already rung the bell. Right. So don't be afraid of three- and four-star funds. Uh, in my portfolio right now, I own a two-star fund. It's because we know the manager, where they came from, right. and what they're investing in right now. It's interesting that you note that because when you're an amateur at this, you look at five-star funds, and you're like, that's the Cadillac of funds. That's the one I want. But there's no such thing as a six-star fund. Yeah. And Morningstar, at one point in time, in their own 401K, they had no five-star funds being offered which shows you you don't really want the five-star fund. You well, want the two-star that becomes the five-star. And I can't remember how many years ago they slightly changed the rating system because the five-star was kind of almost offering underperformance. 
Right. So it's, it's, you've got to dig deeper than just a star rating. That's good stuff. It's certified financial planner Chad Burton. He's with us daily. He's an excellent addition to the show. You can find him at newfocusfinancial.com, newfocusfinancial.com. And, again, he is a certified financial planner. And you're listening to me, Roberto Negro e Doleros, on the Wall Street Business Network. You're listening to Rob Black and Your Money on AM 1220 KDOW and iHeart Radio Station. I'm Rob Black, and clearly you're not. You're listening to Rob Black and Your Money on the Wall Street Business Network. It's interesting to note that I refer to myself as Rob Black. People who know me know that I'm Robert. I've always been Robert. I'll always be Robert. That's how I sign my emails to my friends and family and loved ones. So know that sometimes what you think you know, you don't know. Samsung told the Korea Times that it's going to end its LCD panel relationship with Apple as of next year. Samsung and Apple have a problem. They're saying that, you know, Apple's too cheap, and they're not giving us the margins that we want. When in reality, they both sell phones. They both sell product. Sony loves this news. What's bad for Samsung is good for Sony. Now, it's bad for Apple because there's one fewer supplier of potential glass. Glass display, whatever you want to call it. Please don't quote me. Please don't. Apple's in the news today. I own shares of Apple. They say that their iPads being handed to students are increasing. When I was a child, I remember saving soup labels. Does this really date me in a bad way? Like, I think it probably does. So we'd cut off camel soup labels and we'd turn them in and whoever, whichever class turned in the most would win something. But it was all about getting Apple computers for the school. Long story short, getting those product into the hands of young, how shall we say, impressionable children was key to Apple's long-term success. So handing students iPads now for seventh grade pre-algebra which I don't understand. Pre-algebra, it's like pre-pubescent. It's like pre... Do we really need pre-algebra? I guess we do, because we have it. But it helps people see graphs. It helps people see data, correlations, videos on how to understand what you're being shown. It's a cool factor. Kids get motivated with the iPad. Apple's going to unveil a mini tomorrow. It's long been a leader in education. Schools began embracing the iPad immediately upon its release in 2010. But there's been big budget shortfalls, and it's crimping spending. A cheaper iPad will help, 
schools for sure consume more product. And that should help the ecosystem. Microsoft's coming out with a new version of Windows 8 that doesn't have a start button. So when you go to the lower left and hit start for your programs, they're gone. It ain't there. This is radical change that may hurt Microsoft. Because one thing I can tell you, corporations around the world will choose Windows products in large part because they know that employees know it. So if you're a dental office, Blendy Dental, he's this super high-end, great dentist, dentist of the stars, so to speak. Who's that horrible, nasty, horrible person? Savage, Michael Savage. He did Savage's teeth and Savage's wife's teeth, and let's just say they're rotten to the core. But he will put in Windows product in large part because he knows his employees know how to save a file. They know how to use out, like they know the product, so he doesn't have to train them. Training costs money. Money is money, and time is money, and time is opportunity, right? No, that doesn't make any sense. Time is not opportunity. Opportunity is opportunity. Time is money. I was checking to see if you were paying attention and you weren't. I had to correct myself and you didn't correct me. You agreed with me. Fool. I pity the fool. I so miss Mr. T. Mr. T cereal was like one of the best days of my life. I remember being in college and going to the grocery store. And I'd go, Kroger in. What's your price for flight? And I'd pick up some Mr. T cereal because it made me feel happy. We consume things that make us feel happy. Don't pay off your house. It's a bad financial decision. Unless it makes you happy. Don't prepay a mortgage ever. Don't buy a BMW. Men like black BMWs. I'm not quite sure why. I'm not saying go for the the guava color. I know you're saying guava's not a color. Of which, for the record, I want indigo repealed as a color. I want blue. Like when you go red, orange, yellow, green, indigo, violet, really do we need indigo? Let's drop indigo and go blue so kids can learn the colors of the rainbow. So back to apple and the rainbow. Cracking the iPad, $249 price. I don't get the pricing structure that Apple's going through right now. They've got an iPad that runs between $500 and $800. They have an iPod now that's more expensive than the iPad mini. Screw the iPod. I'm going with the iPad mini. Okay, so I look stupid when I go and I do my, my breakdancing class. I go to a breakdance class with an iPad mini instead of an iPod. That's Okay. Oh, genius sketch on Saturday Night Live this week. I know you're saying, you watch Saturday Night Live, you're lame. I know, I know, I know, I know. I, I tape it, and then I, I, I jump through the sketches. They did a sketch on Pandora. And Bruno Mars was forced to sing, like, it is basically rapid-fire karaoke at Bruno Mars. And I don't like Bruno Mars. I find him to be a sissy man. And by sissy man, I mean... I don't even think my dad would have liked that music. Like, it's just... It's too, I'm not going to say the word feminine, because that makes me sound bad. 
did rapid fire karaoke, and it was pretty funny. Pretty funny skit. So Google Bruno Mars Saturday Night Live Pandora. So Pandora has become a sketch now on Saturday Night Live, telling you how ingrained it is, telling you how dead radio is on a lot of levels. When people look at their music and they say, what do you listen to? Do you listen to Wild 95 or do you listen to Pandora? What's your Pandora channel that you like your music based off of? We're moving away from desktops and laptops. 90, 90% of the work is now being done on mobile devices. 90, 90. Educators are betting on tablets. PC sales for K twelve through uh, for K through twelve, i.e. kindergarten. I used to think it was kindergarten, as in with like a D. I wasn't the brightest kid ever. Okay, kinder kindergarten, like that didn't make any sense to me, and it still doesn't make any sense to me. We need to get rid of Indigo. I need to start a campaign right now. Get rid of Indigo.com. It's not a color. But we also need to say kindergarten. We need to make it a garden and not garten. Because garten doesn't make any sense. If anyone could explain it to me, do. But for education spending on IT, it's about $19.7 billion per year in the United States. PC sales are down 8% year over year. iPad sales come at a critical time for Apple. Shares have dropped a lot recently. Oh, no! You can't pay the rent. I must pay the rent. You can't pay the rent. I must pay the rent. So Apple's doing really well in the K-12 through market, and that's part of their future. I'm not sure if you grasp that. The ecosystem is sticky. Microsoft is getting rid of the start screen, and I, 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 I have to say that feels like a bad idea. So the stock market crashed 25 years ago, 1987. I'm pretty sure I was alive then. The crash did not usher in a Great Depression. It did introduce investors to volatility. One big lesson that you can learn from then, stay objective when others are emotional. I don't, my brother Michael sold all of his stock in 91, 92. When the market was down, he's going to work till the day he dies. I'm staying objective when others get emotional. Keep your cool. Don't be a fool. Keep your cool. Be like Buffett or Buffet, as I like to say. And what I mean by that is, and don't call me Bob, be like Buffett. Buy on fear, sell on greed. So when the market goes down big, you're happy. It's a party. It's a party. It's a party. So, like, you almost have to go, like, that angle and make yourself happy when things are down. That's when the best buying opportunities take, are there. Take advantage of them. Have a shopping list of stocks you would buy in a worst case scenario. I don't know if the stock market's going to crash today. I'm starting to get fearful the Giants go in the World Series. Because I always fear that there's an earth-shaking movement event when they do. What goes up fast comes down faster. So when the stock market crashes, big winners get sold fast. 
And that's okay. Just know that. And they're probably some of the best companies to take advantage of. Like if Steve Jobs were to die again, or if he were to become a zombie and then he gets shot in the head. He comes, he becomes a zombie, works at Apple, gets shot in the head by Rick or Carl. Even worse, Carl, the boy shoots him. It'd be a buying opportunity. Rob Black, your money the Wall Street Business Network. Come with me because you look so AM 1220 KDOW traffic. This Bay Area update is brought to you by Garmin. A traffic advisory is still in. You're listening to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW and iHeart Radio Station. Oh, that's so funny. That's all I got for you. Um, on my Facebook group page, uh, I hate Rob Black or Cron Rob Black or Cron 4 Rob Black, whichever one you want to choose. You can choose. I posted the letter A, and that's all I posted. It was a typo for sure. But someone post B, then Dan post C, then AJ post D, Chris post E. Once again, proven to me one thing that only dudes follow me on money on Facebook. I'm big with dudes. Dude! It's going to be a big beer day. I know you're saying big beer day. Duh. That's the Giants plan. Any time a city of the importance of San Francisco, of which they're so important, they don't even refer to it as San Francisco, it's the city. Where are you going tonight? The city. Any time a city is so arrogant that they're in the postseason playoffs, it's a big beer day. Now, it's also a bad productivity day because let the day drinking begin, right? That's the thought, at least. It's worth just Thinking about, and again, all I want to do is get you thinking about money and relationships. Tiger Woods has a golf course design business. It's yet to complete a full 18-hole project, but they're going to do a second course in Mexico. they got projects in Dubai, North Carolina, in Sandia, Mexico. His first Mexican project, Punta Brava. It's about 65 miles south of San Diego. It was scheduled for completion in 2011. Still not done. His new design is going to be called El Cardinal. With no respect to the St. Louis Cardinals. It's going to be in Cabo San Lucas. Which, let's face it, Cabo's kind of like L.A. South. Right? Cabo's kind of ghetto. When I talk ghetto, I'm like brown bag and beer kind of talking ghetto. You know what I'm talking about? The real vacationers go south of Cancun and immerse yourselves in a country that's loving and beautiful, sweet, all at the same time. SP 500 down three. The Nasdaq's up four. The Dow Jones Industrial Average down 22. A couple things I want to hit on is that, you know, you know, you know, you know. A lot of people don't think that bad things can happen on Wall Street, and they can. A lot of people think that bad things happen all the time. 
I like stock market crashes as long as I'm not in retirement. If you're in retirement, you better be diversified so stock market crash doesn't crush you. We think as humans we identify patterns and trends when there's a whole lot of I don't pay attention to CNBC. I look at CNBC to see the, the women. I'll be honest with you. It's, it's like financial pornography for me. That's the only reason to turn into CNBC. Corrections of 10% are common. I could care less. I tune out the daily noise. I don't quit when things are down. It's a good lesson from 2012, harkening back to 1987 in the stock market crash. It was the best buying opportunity of a lifetime. Yes, I know that historically the stock market outperforms from October through April. Yes, I know it. 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 And yet I still don't take advantage of it. Because the years that you're wrong hurt you. And you only have so many years to get this right. I bet with my head. I don't bet over my head. I never, ever, never buy on margin. Margin is for losers. So I had a brown bag beer last night, I just see now. Watch the Giants spin on a 40. Holy mackerel, what a night. Investors face greater risk now than ever before, and you know that. Our retirement is tied towards the stock market. We need corporate America to create profits. We need corporate America to have access to cheap money, i.e. equity and or financing. Dividend-paying stocks are the best game in town right now. At some point in time, they won't be. You know it's coming. Apple's got an iPad mini coming. We know that's coming because China... The ancient Chinese secret. Do you remember how offensive that commercial was for West? Ancient Chinese secret, huh? Like... Oh, good God. You can't do a commercial like that anymore. So the, the, we know Apple's coming out with an iPad mini. It's coming out tomorrow. And we actually even know the price. So Google's coming out with their own event. And I hope it's a phone that rocks the world. Because I need a new phone. And I like Google Maps. So anyway, long story short, can I do a long story short? Probably not at this point in time. Armstrong lost his lost. Armstrong loses his last race for sponsors. How soon until the Yankees start firing everyone? How great would that be? Everyone's fired from the Yankees. Oh, I would like it. Doctor shortage spreading in the United States. You have to wait a year for a neurologist. Does that even sound right? 2006 study. Showed that someone had a rare gastrointestinal cancer. But there's no doctors in Nevada who specialize in that type of tumor. These kind of headlines are scary. Once a problem limited to rural areas. One thing that we don't want is cheap health care because then we don't encourage doctors. I'm just throwing it out there for you. Just throwing it out there for you. I think it's an area that needs to grow tenfold. As far as jobs go. Oh, have a good day, everyone. Find me online, robblack.com. Find me on Twitter, Rob Black Show. Find me on Utah, Tube, 
Utah Tube Tube Top. Rob Black Show. Rob Black, your money on the Wall Street Business Network. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of the Wall Street Business Network. This three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.